0: This is Vision Eternity Ministries. My name is Lee Klein. I'm so excited that you're here today. We're going to be talking about lemon meringue pie, something the Lord spoke to me just to get a word over to us to make His way visible. He's really creative in how He teaches us, and He's teaching us to be ready for His return. He's teaching us His principles so that we're ready to move right into his kingdom so that we're not short in anywhere in any place so we're without spot or wrinkle which makes which means we're just mature like him we're recreated in his likeness to look like him let's acknowledge him jesus we thank you we thank you that you just really know how to 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 tell us to teach us to help us to see what's happening And we need to know what's happening. We need your revelation knowledge. We thank you that you're telling us things to come. We love you and we praise you and give you all the glory. So he is, he's telling us things to come. He's telling us that we're not ready and he's teaching us why. I love Revelation 3.19 because he said that he corrects us because he loves us and we should get excited about it. And to get excited about it really means that you want to be corrected so that on that day, you're not shocked to hear Jesus say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. So he's teaching us how to practice his way. So that'll be a glorious day that day, and it won't be one that you wished that never came. You know, he gave me this this picture of how some people are just going to like run And wish that Jesus never came because they're going to see themselves then with their sin. And and you can see now what your sin is and get rid of it. With Jesus on the inside of you, you have the power to change, to be like Him, which was the whole point. Him inside of you empowers you to be free from sin. And being free from sin is how we're going to live in the kingdom We can't bring our sin with us. We got to get rid of it here. And so, yeah, he said lemon lemon meringue pie to me. And I'm like, Lord, and he said, what are the ingredients? And I had no idea. I had to look it up. And when I looked it up, um, then I knew what the ingredients were. And so um, from there, he asked me, what's the main ingredient in the pie? And so I said, well, I suppose lemon, for it to turn out like a lemon meringue pie, the main ingredient would be lemon. But of course, there's other essential ingredients in the pie, or it would never make up to be a pie. And in further looking at the pie, you have to do things a special way, like the eggs have to be warm, and you have to pour the sugar in slowly. I was also thinking of chocolate chips and how he would have asked me um, the ingredients in chocolate chip cookies. I could have told him without looking it up. And I know exactly how to do it. And I know um, the main ingredient, obviously, would be chocolate chips. And I know the essential ingredients for it to turn out. I know the directions. And he was comparing that to the blessing he said what are the ingredients and the blessing and right away I, i thought of deuteronomy 28 and the ingredients the the most important the main ingredient is verse one if you will listen diligently to the voice of the lord your god being watchful to do all his commands which i command you this day the lord will set you high above all the nations of the earth all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord, your God. If you heed the voice of the Lord, God. So first got to hear His voice, and then heed His voice. And you know, we have the written word, we have the recipe. And so we have the, insen- the essential ingredients of the blessing and the word of God. But sometimes we need particular instruction. He has a plan for all of our lives. And so he's going to give us instruction, personal instruction in that plan. And so just like the cookies and the pie, there's things, essential things that have to go in that pie to make it a lemon meringue pie or a French silk pie or an apple pie. And the same as whatever kind of cookies you're making, chocolate chips Are the essential ingredient, but you have to have all those other um, parts for the chocolate chip cookie to be a chocolate chip cookie. And so as his children, to be blessed, we have to hear his voice. And the way to get to that place where you hear his voice is to give him enough honor to sit and to listen and to care what he has to say. And to be diligent about it, to every day get on your knees and say, Lord, what do you want to say to me? Lord, correct me. When you, when you know, when you let him correct you, you actually get to know who he is and what he's thinking, his opinion, what's important to him. You actually really get to know him in that place where you sit with him and let him correct you. So the point is, is He is the main ingredient, right, to the blessing. We have to know Him and diligently seek Him and do what He tells us to do. And if we forget one, one thing that He says, or we let one thing go, just like in your cookie recipe, if you don't put in the butter um, or the oil or whatever it is that you use, the avocado, Um, you're not going to have that perfect cookie. It's not going to turn out. Or with anything that you put together, you have to have all those right ingredients or it's not going to be what it's supposed to be. That's so funny. I I knew I was doing this message this morning and I went down to do a load of laundry and um, I have a new washing machine. And for some reason, I was pressing start before I put the power on and selected the kind of wash I was going to do, I kept pressing start. And the Lord said, yeah, you got to do it a certain way for it to work. And if you're listening to one other my te- one other of my teachings, um, when it went on to, and um, actually I think it was in the middle of an article, my washer said it's time for a self-clean, and I was going to ignore it. And the Lord said, that's how you do me. You ignore me. You forget those things that I'm telling you to do. We're still kind of on that same subject. We're forgetting what he's telling us to do. And those are essential ingredients and the blessing. You can't just do what you want to do, not what you don't want to do. You can't hear him say something and think, oh, he doesn't expect me to do that. That's too hard. You can't do that. You have to do all of what he said because everything he's telling you to do equals the blessing. And if you're not getting blessed, you're going to be cursed. Deuteronomy 28, 15. I'll read you the first verse of the curse. If you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all his commands and his statutes, which I command you this day, all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. And James tells us, James 2.10 says, Whoever keeps the law as a whole that stumbles and offends in one single instance has become guilty of breaking all the law. And so you can't do everything God tells you to do and then be okay with him. You break one law, you break all the law. Matthew seven twenty one through 23, Jesus said, Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. So we got to do all the law, not part of it, And then we're going to be doing the law as well. And then he said in verse 22, some people are going to say, but Lord, I did this or I did that. I cast out demons. I did this in your name. And he's going to say, away from me. I never knew you. You practice lawlessness. So you see, to me, it looks like it's very easy to be deceived. Thinking that you're doing what he's telling you to do, yet you missed it. And if we miss one thing, we broke all the law, which makes it so important to go to Jesus every day and get corrected. Make sure that you're not missing one of his direction. And until we do all he tells us to do, he can't go on with his plan for us. Jeremiah 29 11, he said he has a plan for us and it's a good plan and it's for our welfare. But if we don't do that plan, if we don't seek him in that plan, he said that to me one day, ask me the plan. And he gives you direction according to that good plan that he has for you. He wants to bless you. Um, Deuteronomy 28, I just want to skim through here a little bit. We read, if you listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all his commands, which I command you this day, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the field, blessed shall you be the fruit of your body, your basket, you'll be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you in one way and flee from you in seven ways. The Lord shall command his blessing upon your storehouse and that and all that you undertake and you'll And he will bless you and the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as his people, holy to himself, as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by his name, and they will be afraid of you. Are we there yet? I don't think we are. The Lord shall make you have a surplus of prosperity through the fruit of your body. He shall open his good treasury the heavens, and give you the reign of his land in its season to bless all the work of your hands. He'll make you the head and not the tail. If you heed the commands of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and are watchful to do them, all those blessings are going to come upon you if you don't turn from any of his words, which he commands you to the right or to the left, or go after other gods. And you know, that's what we do. When we're not being blessed, we go after other gods. We try to figure it out ourselves. Jesus said that um, if we didn't chase after things like the heathen, that our Father knows what we need and He would provide that. But, you know, when we're chasing things, we're not giving Him a chance to provide that. And when we're chasing those things that we need, and when we're chasing things, they're God's before God. And so it all starts with disobedience. And I want you to notice how gentle He is and how kind He is, and just teaching us one thing at a time. And speaking of teaching us one thing at a time, sometimes we, we, it takes us getting to that place where we just can't stand what's going on anymore, and then we go back to Him, and then you know it's like we're sick of our circumstances, and, and we finally go to Him, and because we're so sick of how things are, And then we can hear because we're desperate. But it doesn't have to be that way. We can go to him every day. And you certainly don't want it to be on that day when you stand before him. You don't want to hear him say, away from me, I never knew you. And so he's giving us heads up. He's telling us things to come. He's telling us we're not ready, we're not heeding his voice, and we're certainly not at a place where people are afraid of us because we're so blessed. Are we blessed when we go in and when we go out? Is the blessing growing on you? Are things getting better, or is the curse growing on you? You know, we're already in in separation mode. Jesus is already separating us, the sheep from the goats. If you follow Him, if you heed His voice, if you do anything He tells you to do, then you're in the right line. But if you're not, you're in the wrong line, it's going to show up. We want to live under the blessing. And that's our foundation for eternal life with Him. Showing the blessing, where people see they're blessed. They're called by the name of the Lord. I want what they have. And Jesus is saying, let's get to that place. Prepare the way for me. Show them who I am. That's what he's saying to us today. Show them who I am. Be blessed. Take captive every word I give you and meditate it and do it. Don't let it go because then your life becomes at a standstill. And slowly but surely, you'll start having that curse come upon you. And if you don't do anything about it, if you don't get it fixed, you know, it's okay to make a mistake. But then when you find out you made a mistake, fix it. Get right with him. He corrects you and it doesn't feel so good. But as I said, you want to get corrected now, not when it's too late. And then that correction brings you up higher, brings you right with him. And you learn and you move on. We're learning his way here so that we're ready to move in with him when we leave here. We can't live like the heathen, like Jesus called it, and then expect to move in with him. It's a whole different lifestyle. It's perfection. It's beauty. He's getting out our spots and wrinkles. I always think we want to get rid of our spots and our wrinkles, don't we? So why aren't we letting him do that? Why aren't we taking that direction and just letting him recreate us in his likeness? Be mature and love and forgive. And stop judging and stop letting your eye get you in trouble. If your eye causes you to sin, he said, pluck it out. Stop looking at those temporary things, saith the Lord. And look at me, I'm eternal. You know, anything that has a hold of you, that's God before you, is a trick the enemy is using. Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to try to come and take it. He's trying to steal your eternal life. This all has to do with where you're going to live forever. This is your foundation. This is the forefront of what is to come, what you do right here and right now. So let's pray, Jesus. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your word. We praise you. We love you. We want to know things to come. We want to be corrected. We're excited to be corrected. So on that day, we can stand before you without spot or wrinkle, without hearing those words away from me. I never knew you. We want to practice your law. We love you. We praise you. Jesus is saying he has a word for us. Let's hear what it is. Choose me. I place before you life and death. Choose life. I have given my life for you so that you can have eternal life, so you can be empowered to do my will. Take hold of that. Let me help you. Grab my hand, follow me, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, saith the Lord. Those things are not, they're things. And those things do not have compassion for you. I do. I'm waiting. I'm soon to return. Come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus so good to us? Hear those words. Hear those words. Make that commitment. Heed his voice. He's going to live on the inside of you if you heed his voice. Notice those people that were saying, but Lord, but Lord, they thought he was living on the inside of them, but he moves out when you start ignoring him. He said, "Away from me. I never knew you to those people because that's what they were saying to him. I'm not going to heed your voice away from me. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to do that. If you don't want to do that, then you're not heeding his voice. You're denying him. You're rejecting him. And then he's going to reject you that day. So get serious. Jesus is about to come. And we got to get ready. Get ready. Jesus is coming. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.